Good afternoon, you lovely folks and friends. How wonderful to see all of you. Um, in the interest of starting on time, don't, don't we love to be punctual because that honors those of you who, who are here on time and, and we're so delighted to be here with you. I'm really excited about today's Bible lesson because I was uh, dealing with a lady who was giving me a real hard time and after I studied this chapter four of first John, I gave her a different reply than what I would have given her if I hadn't been, hadn't been reading my Bible. So uh, welcome to Bible study here. Uh, we uh, we, we want to uh, start by asking if you all have prayer requests. Yes. Yeah, okay, you have prayer requests, all right. Um, the, uh, we do want to remember Pastor Regina, and uh, we, uh, we lift her up in prayer. Belle Bird has sent me a message that she wants you all to pray for her. She's facing up, uh, upcoming knee surgery, and there are others. Um, one of the things that, uh, as we uh, answer our prayer requests, we're concerned about people who really, our friends and neighbors who are excluded from health care, whether it may be medical or dental or hospital or whatever, um, and, and we're trying to get them included in, in any way that we can, but uh, folks uh, uh, really are, are struggling to get medical and dental care, and one of the things that uh, is a problem is people who already have bills so I'm talking to folks on a daily basis who feel excluded because they're already dealing with bills, much less to add any more to them. So we want to remember those folks. Uh, we, we are blessed to have charities, and if you all know folks that need help, uh, let us know, and we'll try to get them into the system. The, um, uh, we're talking about 1 John chapter 4 today, and uh, we're, we're going to talk about love, and we're going to talk about God being love, and we're going to talk about um, uh, uh, repeated several times that uh, uh, that uh, God sent His only begotten Son, and there's love in the world, and, and we're going to we're going to go through this verse by verse. But in coming up with a song for you to that that fits the scripture of love, I've got one that'll both tickle your funny bone a little bit, but also uh, challenge your, your, your love spirit. So the title of this song is, uh, <clears throat> If You Don't Love Your Neighbor, Then You Don't Love God. There are many people who would say they're Christians and they live like Christians on the Sabbath day. But come Monday morning till the coming Sunday, they would fight their neighbor all along the way. Oh, you don't love God if you don't love your neighbor if you gossip about them if you never have mercy they get into trouble and you don't try to help them you don't love your neighbor then you don't love God 
In the Holy Bible, in the book of Matthew, read the 18th chapter of the 21st verse. Jesus plainly tells us that we must have mercy. There's a special warning in the 35th verse. Oh, you don't love God if you don't love your neighbor. If you gossip about you never have mercy. If he gets into trouble, you don't try to help him. You don't love your neighbor, then you don't love God. There's a God Almighty, and you've got to love Him if you want salvation and a home on high. If you say you love Him while you hate your neighbor, you don't have religion, you've just told a lie. Oh, you don't love God if you don't love your neighbor, if you gossip about Him and you never have mercy. He gets into trouble and you don't try to help him. Don't love your neighbor, then you don't love God. So that's your little little uh, love song for today. The there's so many lessons in chapter four, first John. You you could almost teach the lesson uh, literally about almost every word there's so many lessons in this and one of the things that we're cautioned about is is uh, taking Bible verses out of context but but we've got the context for today and we're going to go through this chapter uh, and dissect it and y'all feel free to you know wait wave your hands and, and help me out here if you have comments um, and um, uh, we'll um, uh, we'll certainly uh, 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 take this uh, word for word, but let's let's bow for a word of prayer here as we begin. Heavenly Father, as we come into your presence here in this beautiful place that you've given us, we pray that you would reach out and touch each of us with your your spirit and your word, your love, and know that we're here to. To, to, to be with you and we're so thankful for Shades of Grace Pastor Will and we're thankful for all those who support Shades of Grace and the staff here Jimmy and Steve we're thankful Heavenly Father for your gifts that we're allowed to be here on this beautiful day today we'd like to have you Heavenly Father remember those who's uh, for whom we've requested prayer for those hands that were raised for Pastor Regina for Bell Bird who has upcoming surgery Heavenly Father, we pray for those who are excluded or feel excluded from medical care or dental care. We, we, we pray for those that, that, that are lonely. We pray for those that feel excluded. We, we pray for those that feel excluded from church that we just haven't found them yet here at Shades of Grace. And Heavenly Father, we just pray that you'd be with us as we study your word here today. Lift us up when we're down. Let us be a light for others, and we pray that you would be with us today. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen. So, chapter 4, 1 John. And uh, y'all are familiar, of course, with John, John the Beloved, John the one that Jesus loved, John the, the author of, 
uh, John and, and the, the three Johns, first, second, and third, the author of Revelation. Some people want to make a little controversy about that, but, but I'm not into controversy. We're just here to read, read the Bible. You know, I was, as I was studying up on this in some of the commentaries, I loved one of the commentaries that I ran into that said the only commentary you need is the one you're holding in your hand. And, and uh, so sometimes the commentaries are fun, but, but we, we, we stick with the Word. Starting right off, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. I'm reading from the King James Version. If y'all have other versions uh, that you want to share, you can, you can wave and, and, and read. Um, so we're, we're warned right off the bat. First of all, we get a beautiful attachment of Beloved, and you know, that, that just reminds me of how when we're speaking with others, um, do we speak in a spiritual tone? What's our tone of voice? What's our, how do we greet people? I, I love it that the first word is beloved. We're, we're, we're greeting people with a good word. And um, just, I, I tr actually try to, to greet people in a, in a warm spiritual way. Um, I, I don't really like technology, really, but if I'm forced to text or email, I will try to start with, with dearest, rather than just you know tell them something. I, I'm 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 trying to think like, how can I be more spiritual? How can I be more like Jesus? How can I greet people in a way that uh, we're greeted here, beloved? Believe not every spirit. We're getting a warning right off the bat, and we're going to find out more about that. Um, the, um, and we're going to find out here about what's of the world and what's of the Spirit. To me, that's, that's just such a wonderful thing. Um, these false prophets are out in the world. We're warned repeatedly about false prophets, and we really know that they're out there. The, the, uh, the, the folks who have a and, the, the, you know, the, the interesting thing about false prophets is they can be very convincing. That's how they succeed. You know, they call that modus operandi, how you, how you function, what, what is your game, you know. There's some people that spend their whole life perfecting their game. They're going to trick us. They're going to pull us in. They're going to talk nice. They're gonna, they've got this one thing they're going to hook us with, but they start with, with uh, sweetness and... and uh, maybe professionalism and, and, and claiming the spirit. Um, you know, uh, the, uh, you, you just, you, you, you have to be on your guard and we are warned. Um, in, in verse two, hereby know the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh of God, every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God, and this is the spirit of the Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. So the Antichrist, that's an interesting word. Doesn't, doesn't appear throughout the Bible. You know, um, I, I think it's in John that, that, that the actual word Antichrist appears. There's controversy about that, but, but, but um, you know, it, it, it actually came up previously because in uh, um, chapter 2, verse 18, uh, little children, it is the last time, and you have heard that the Antichrist shall come. 
Even now there are many antichrists, whereby we shall know that it is the last time. So John's saying that the antichrist is, is going to come in the last time, but he's also saying there are many antichrists. In uh, chapter 2, again, verse 22, Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is the antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. So the person that denies Jesus is the, the definition of antichrist. This is the test. What, what is the antichrist? This is the test. So, you know, there are those that say, well, the first antichrist in the Bible was that snake that tricked Eve in the, in the Garden of, of Eden. Um, but uh, there, there are many opposing uh, 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 names of those that oppose the word, those that oppose Jesus, those that oppose us. But the antichrist is, a, is an interesting word, and, uh, and it's one that uh, kind of gets your attention. You, you, you wonder, what, what is that? Um, it's... Um, um, it's it's it, it grabs your attention. Um, every spirit that confesses not Jesus Christ has come in flesh and not of God, and that this is the spirit, the Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world. So we're getting warned the Antichrist is here. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And the, I, I, I love the use of the word world here because we're going to talk more about that. My, my, my grandmother, uh, Smitty, was a great Christian, and she, she always spoke highly of people. And the, 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 the worst thing she could say about anybody is they've gone worldly. If my grandmother said they've gone worldly, Man, that was really that was really bad, and and we know what that means. Uh, and uh, uh, those that are in the world, those those that are thinking world rather than thinking uh, the spirit. Um, and in verse five, they are of the world; therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. You know, um, I kind of talk more than I should about church and missions and Jesus, man, I'm on it. And, and isn't it interesting how when you're talking to people and, and some folks, their eyes just get glazed over and it's like they, they're, they're just somewhere else. And, and, and it, it reminds me of that, that verse that says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. When we're talking to people about shades of grace or whatever we're talking to people about, and we've got their attention and they're looking at us and we, we, we make eye contact. And there's a, these other folks, the world group, they're, they're, they're languages of the world. You, you know, it, it's interesting about what people talk about. You just go around listening to people talking. What are they talking about? People talking about their cars, their house, talking about stuff on the news, you know, what's going on, they, they, all these, it's all, a lot of that is, is talking about the world, and they're, they're, they are worldly, and, and, and what's fascinating is that's what they want. They want to talk about the world, um, and uh, it's, uh, it's really fascinating to me 
you, it, I don't have to talk to people very long before I figure out whether, whether I'm, we're, we're, we're together or, or uh, whether, whether they're off somewhere, uh, gone worldly, as Grandma would say. Um, we are of God, verse 6. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby know we the spirit of the truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent only sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Don't you just love that only begotten right out of John 3.16? Oh, how we, we love those words. Um, the, it's, uh, it's, it's fascinating to, to, to capture the love and to know where the love is and where it comes from. And um, to know that... Uh, uh, that we're not being gullible, that we're not easily t taken away. We don't give up the, the love easily. The, um, in, in reading the commentaries on this, um, one of the things that I came across is the, the issue of, of, uh, of gullibility. And one of the forms of gullibility, which we're cautious about, is, is what people say that God told them, you know, you, 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 there are some people that get words from from God and they relate them on, and and uh, we listen and we accept what they say. Uh, but it's interesting how some people uh, hear messages that are not heard earthly, that they're not heard on earth, and. Um, it, it raises the possibility of the false prophet or the, 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 the possibility that someone would have an earthly explanation rather than a heavenly explanation. Verse 10, herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. So propitiation is we're going to put it off. We're going to make it go away. And really... In this chapter, we're, we're picking up on most of what it is that we need to know to, to be Christians, to accept uh, that God loved us. He sent his son to die for our sins. John's pointing it out here. He's telling us the whole story. Uh, it's all right here in front of us. Uh, verse 11, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. The, um, uh, you know, um, that loving one another, we, we say that and we make it sound pretty good. Come in, brother. And um, we, we're supposed to love our neighbor. It, it raises the question, by the way, of, of that, uh, that uh, has been raised many times, uh, you know, about who, who is our neighbor? How do we define neighbor? The um, originally, 
of course, the Jews thought their neighbor were the other Jews. And so they really weren't thinking about the Samaritans. They weren't thinking about the Gentiles. They were thinking about their, their, their other, uh, they weren't thinking about everybody. Of course, we take our neighbor to be everybody, that we should love everybody. And uh, so we should love one another. In verse 12, no man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us, because he hath given us his spirit. So, so already we're getting the spirit to be with us and to carry the spirit in our hearts, and that we have the spirit and we love one another in the Spirit, and um, that uh, God's love is protected in us. Um, the, um, the ways in which we can love another are, are, are boundless. There's so many ways. You know, the, in daily terms, when we're thinking about how do we love one another, one of the things that comes to mind about how we love one another is do we listen? Are we talkers or are we listeners? And, and how important it is to love one another by listening. The, it, it's interesting about tragedy. Um, after uh, Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans, um, I got a call from Sister Bernie, the, the nun over in Southwest Virginia, she said, the sisters are trapped on the third floor in the convent in New Orleans and they can't come down and it's flooded and, and uh, we gotta do something. So we went to New Orleans. And um, the, the thing about a tragedy in a, in a city like that was the, the folks there couldn't really, um, couldn't really tell each other their loss and their family and their homes and all that because everybody had had a tragedy. And so being, being there from the outside, the most valuable thing that we could do was to listen. We could listen to their story because they could tell us because we didn't have a flood story. They had a flood story. They needed to share it with us. So listening is just a small example of uh, uh, how, how we can share love. And the, when, when we listen to someone's story, that says to them, you are important. You're important, you're important, you're important, that listening. And I'm, I'm so thankful of listening because I'm, I've got almost no hearing now. I've got nothing over here and very little over here and the the factory made this special thing for me that sits on my head, but it's not a hearing aid because what it's doing is trying to pick up sound from this direction and send it over to over here. So uh, I'm, I'm listening more careful with what hearing I have than I've ever listened in my life. And um, it's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm thankful for what hearing I have. And one of the things about our loss is is it makes us very thankful for what we do have. So I am so thankful to be here with you all today. Um, 
See, down in verse 15, whoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth with him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Now there's an important verse coming up. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So, so how about fear? We're, we're all probably going to have some, some fear. The, and, and we're talking about a God of love here, but, you know, there's this thing that, that's called tough love. And uh, sometimes if we're wandering off the path a little bit, I've done that. Uh, we, can, we, can, we can find some tough love. So God loves us, but some of us need some tough love. Some of us really, really need to hear a message that is truthful. The, one of the things that my wife Liz said to me the other day, she was talking about a situation of somebody that had an issue with alcohol and she was trying to pray for them and help them and whatnot, but everybody was hiding it. The wife was hiding it, the mother's hiding it, the children's hiding it, the church is hiding it. Everybody's hiding the fact that this person is an alcoholic. So what my wife said, which I took to be rather profound, she said, nothing ever changes till somebody tells the truth. You ever stop and think about that? Somebody's got to stand up and have some tough love. Somebody's got to, to say what the truth is. And then you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you get to the truth, then you can step forward and, 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 and see what's next. But um, many of the situations that we encounter are ones where we're really not telling the whole story. We're really not coming out with, with, with all of it. Um, in, in verse 19, we love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God, and he hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Now that's, that's important. And um, it, um, uh, it, it, it raises the question again, we see one another, we see earthly things, but how do we, how do we, how do we love God and how do we trust God that, that we have not seen? Well, that's, you know, that's, that's our faith. That's our faith in the Spirit. That's our, that's our faith and love. Um, and even though, you know, I don't know about y'all, but, but even though we don't see an earthly image of God, we feel his presence in our lives. We, we feel his presence in, the, in, in others' lives. We hear and see the stories here at Shades of Grace of how interventions happen and things happen. And, and uh, you know, Will has the story of, of uh, somebody comes in and, 
they need a pair of size 15 shoes and yep same day they, they happen to have a 15 and who gets a 15 dropped off at shades of grace it's one of those things where we see God in action up here at the shades of grace um, I'm, I'm reminded I, I tell folks uh, I've seen lots of miracles but I never saw one sitting in my easy chair down in Churchill, Tennessee with the TV on or whatever, you know. It's when we step out of our comfort zone that, that, that we really feel uh, the, the presence of God. Some of y'all heard me say, when I come through that door, I literally walk through that door and I get electricity. Something happens to me, I get some Jesus electricity when I just walk right through that door. And, and um, it, it's, it's part of what nourishes us. It's part of what grows us. It's part of how we feel the love of God and how we share that love of God with others. And um, uh, we, we, we develop a walk with God that has to do with our trust and our belief and our spirit. And, you know, another way to look at this, uh, my, my dad used to talk about your bucket. And, you know, if the, if the grandchildren were picking on each other, he'd say, Joey, you're, you're, you're dipping out of your sister's bucket. And the, uh, I've, tr I've tried a time or two carry literally carrying a bucket with me and thinking about now, what, what is my bucket filled with? If you fill your bucket with love and you've got it with you, if you're filled with love, you don't have much room for hate or getting into too much trouble. Um, and uh, you have something to share. And uh, it's, an, it's an image of, of how we can, can uh, be so full of love. If we're filled with love, then there's not much room for, for other things to, to creep in. And you know, um, as, as I encounter folks and I'm trying to uh, relate to people, one of the things that I don't want to do is to take away from their love. You know, there are some people that could dampen the spirits uh, uh, and, and take away. You're dipping out of their bucket of love. And, and what we want to do is fill the buckets of love with those around us, that we have love to share and we can fill, fill the buckets of others with love. Um, and in verse uh, 21, and this commandment have we from him that he who loveth God love his brother also. Isn't it wonderful how the Bible repeats things for us? Because some of us, uh, I, I, I used to be what, what they called a C student. That meant I had to hear it three times before I got it. So it's wonderful how the Bible repeats and we can pick up on the messages uh, that, um, uh, because of the repeats of the messages. And um, it's, uh, love comes through the Father, love comes through the Son, love comes through the Spirit. God is love. Uh, and, and everything, love is bigger than all of our problems. And, um, we uh, love turneth away wrath. Uh, love gives us confidence. 
uh, love overcomes our fears in life, but we still can have fears, and some of our fears are realistic. But you know what? One of the things about these verses that is probably so very, very important is having to do with fear. You know, we can be afraid of getting hit with a car or something like that, but we are assured that we have no fear of being separated from our Heavenly Father. God's love is with us, guaranteed. No fear of being turned away, no fear of being lost. Uh, if we're one of His, we might have an earthly fear, but we don't have an eternal fear. We, we have an eternal guarantee. Uh, and the, you know, fear is debilitating. People that go around in fear uh, really are, are kind of weak folks. They're easily distracted. They're really not very healthy. They're not very energetic. They're not going to get a whole lot done. Kids that are fearful in school, you know, we, I mean, these, these bullies. Thank you, Steve. We've got the whole team going here. Um, so uh, we can uh, reflect on these passages, and we can be reminded that uh, God is love. We can be reminded that we can live a fearless life, uh, fearless of, of our eternal home uh, not being taken away from us. Um, and we can look for ways to greet one another. Um, I, uh, I don't use myself as an example for anything in life because uh, I actually confess my sins and say that I did absolutely everything that my mom and the preacher told me not to do over in Southwest Virginia when I was a kid. I was rowdy. But I'm doing better. I'm 80 and, and God's not through with me yet. I'm doing better. But. Um, the um, one of the things that about greeting people in love is uh, I've been trying to practice up on on my smile and uh, uh, even picking up on a cell phone. I've tried to practice smiling before I say hello, just to maybe uh, see if I can be a little nicer. You know, when you get old, you get grumpy. That's one of the. That's how you know how old you are. So, 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 so I'm trying to. I'm trying to practice on my smile, even on the cell phone. Um, my my lovely mother, who was a school teacher over in Southwest Virginia, had a had a musical voice. I don't have her voice, but she had a sweet musical voice, and she would talk to school children, and she would teach Sunday school, and and uh, her musical voice would uh, entertain and was approachable and, and uh, was soft. And um, the, um, so as we, as we what, what, what we need to do to take today's lesson with us is to, to think about how, how, how do we fill up with so much love that there's not room for anything else? How do we fill our love bucket so that it's overflowing? And how do we reach one another uh, with love? And wh where is it that we're called to be 
I, I didn't fall out of a tree to get here today. I, I was called to be here. I can tell you uh, I'm here for a purpose. And, and you're here for a purpose. We're all here together for a purpose. And part of that purpose is to be so full of love that we have something to share with each other and uh, that we can take it on to others. So um, what uh, thoughts or comments do you all have? Help me out here. Anybody have an example of a love story today? Amazing. Amazing. What about that? Um, other comments? Um, it's, a, it's a joy to be here with each of you. Uh, Nancy reminded me years ago, didn't you plant gardens? Do I, do I remember that story? Yeah, so so the first time we met, I was chatting with her about you know what do you do what and what. Are, well, she was correct me if I'm wrong. You had seeds and hoes and garden stuff in your car, and you were helping senior citizens plant gardens so that they could have garden food, but they didn't have the tools or the seeds or the plants or whatever. And you were planting gardens for senior citizens. What, what, a, what a way to, to uh, be connected and uh, what, what, a, what a joyous thing. You, you remind me of one of my relatives who had an elderly mother that he would plant a huge garden and ask the neighbors to come and, and dig in because uh, the neighbors would feed his mother when it snowed in the winter and an elderly lady living in her house. And so uh, thank you for that reminder of showing love with gardening. Uh, that, was, that was love also. Uh, other comments before we close? Uh, You mean the fake dentist? Could you do that? Because <laughs> I think it would fit in somehow. Well, I'll tell you exactly how it fits in. It, it fits in to, um, uh, it fits into chapter 4 of First John, verse 1, uh, because of many false prophets are in the world. So what Will's referring to is uh, it was... Uh, Friday a week ago that we were down at the Churchill Medical Mission 
had Appalachian Miles for Smiles. We had folks lined up, toothaches, and I'm there with uh, our Appalachian Miles for Smiles dentists and team, and we're at Church Hill, and everybody's lined up, and there's, I don't know, probably 50 people. Some of y'all may have seen this. And um, so there were these three dentists that showed up that I didn't know. And so uh, this, this, this dentist, uh, I said, excuse me, uh, he was, had a mirror and a probe in a lady's mouth down there at Church Hill. And, and I'm saying, who, who are you and, and uh, where are you from? And he started off by saying that he was from a Baptist church and that he'd been sent there by Baptist Church. Well, that didn't sound very logical, and I started asking more questions, and I picked up that he was a, he was, that we had three dentist imposters down in Churchill, and uh, they weren't dentists at all, and then, then the guy's looking in a lady's mouth and whatnot, and so we picked up on this, this uh, false prophet, this uh, dentist imposter, and, um, so uh, he, he was pretty insistent, and as it turned out, they were what's called YouTubers, people that go out and they were trying to, uh, they were putting Mountain Dew cans in people's mouth and getting them to show their teeth, and they were trying to make fun of mountain people. They were from California, as it turned out. And um, so I told him, I said, I'm, I'm calling the police. Uh, and, and so they decided to run. Well, they had never encountered the good old boys of Churchill because they, they took off running, but Frank Waldo headed them off with his pickup truck. Uh, got in, some of y'all may have seen this, got in front of them down at Food Line at, uh, at uh, Churchill. I pulled in with my Tahoe behind them, and we had those imposters blocked in, and the police showed up, and... Um, uh, they, they said, in Church Hill, we've never had anything like this before. We don't know what, what's, what, what we do. I said, well, they, they've assaulted a lady with a deadly weapon. They had a sharp tool in her mouth, and they're not dentists. And uh, they're, they're impersonating a, a medical person. Uh, and uh, the, 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 uh, the police said, are you going to press charges? I said, absolutely. We want them to take them to jail. So they loaded these three dentist imposters up, took them to the Rogersville jail, locked them up, and uh, they were arrested. And the, the ringleader stayed four days because he couldn't, uh, being from California, <laughs> the local attorneys didn't want to be the one that got a, a dentist imposter out of jail. So uh, there'll be more to that story later. But uh, as we say here at Shades of Grace, you can't make this stuff up. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, we, we are on our guard for those who tell a false story. Um, other thoughts or comments before we close? Um, thank you all so much for being here with us. We, we, we just really appreciate your, your presence, and we'll remember Pastor Regina. And um, let's, let's close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful to be here in your presence, and we're thankful for your gifts. We're thankful for your gifts that we are given so that we might share your gifts, the good gifts, with others. 
We're thankful for the gift of love, Heavenly Father. We hope that we would fill our buckets with love. We would fill our souls with love. We would be so filled with love that there wouldn't be room for the bad things to creep in. We pray, Heavenly Father, that we would show this love to everyone that we meet, that we would share love everywhere we go, that we would live a life of love. We would live a life of service to you, a life of service to others, a spirit-filled life that we would know that we are yours and that you are protecting us and that we know that we do not have to have fear. We have no fear of ever being separated from you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you all for being here.